tonight on Whiskey Waffle. I would say that this one is as fat as Santa's ass. And I actually think that something called Pure Scott won't sell very well in Scotland. It's like an Instagrammer's overly manicured eyebrow. That's this episode on Whiskey Waffle, the podcast. I mean, cast. Twas the night before Whiskmas, when all through the house, not a creature was waffling, not even a famous grouse. The Glen cans were hung by the chimney with care, in the hopes that whiskey wafflers soon would be there. When out on the town, there arose such a clatter, I sprang from the bar to see what was the matter. Away to the distillery, I left in a wink, threw open the doors, and demanded a drink. Now Ardbeg, now Glenfiddich, now Lafroig and Dalmore. On Glenlivet, on Lagavulin, on Springbank and Ardmore. Cried two handsome bloggers with very fine vests, who told rubbish jokes and let the whiskey do the rest. They had bearded faces and little round bellies that shook when they laughed like barrels full of sherry. They doled out the drinks with a generous hand, a host of fine drams from far off Scotland. Whiskies matured in bourbon and cherry. The wafflers drunk deeply until they were merry. Raising their glass, they were both on their way to cure their hangovers before the next day. But I heard them exclaim as they stumbled from sight, Happy Whiskmas to all, and, and to, to all a, a good, good night. night. Ho, 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 ho. Never, never before has many podcasts start off with five hoes, but um, (laughs) Whiskey Waffle has. I was about to say, who are you calling a (laughs) hoe? Welcome along to Whiskey Waffle, the whiskey podcast where um, we go off on tangents every 30 seconds. Yep, it's 360 degrees of uh, vectors. (laughs) That's that's a, uh, what is it, direction with a... uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Vectors need a direction on top of their uh, yeah. measurement. Here, here's, here's, here's tangent one, us just going off into... Straight into physics. Yeah, yeah, nerdy physics. Indeed, things. indeed. Uh, my name is Nick. My name is Ted. And this is episode 42, I do believe, of the Whiskey Waffle podcast. The uh, Meaning of Life episode. Indeed. And it is Christmas time. Yeah, and we are actually recording this intro at Christmas. Sometimes yeah. we've recorded like a month out, but no, today... Um, it is uh, just before Christmas, and we are, yeah, celebrating with a Christmas dram in hand. It was the night before the night before the night before Christmas, I yeah. think. And this podcast might come out on Christmas Day at this rate. There's a bit of editing still to do. Um, but yeah, speaking of the dram that's in hand, um, um, a cast strength is always nice. A, a port cask always has those sort of mm. Christmas this pudding flavors. This one has intensely flavors. Christmassy vibe. And... Um, at various times, we've described it as the best whiskey in the world. I would say that this one is as fat as Santa's ass. <laughs> so it's a Tasmanian drop, and um, it's made by the good folk at Overeem, and this is their pork cask, cask strength. And it is delicious. Uh, it's phenomenal. And you you know what else is great about this whiskey? Um, what is great about this whiskey, Ted? What is great about this whiskey is that we are going to share it with our Patreons. Indeed, indeed. It's a bit of a Christmas present because um, putting it out there, there is no review coming up in this episode. So um, we thought we'd just share a lovely dram um, for our Patreons to to drink while listening to the pod or whilst hanging out with family. So Patreons, expect some Overeem Portcast cast strength coming your way. Yeah, this one, this one is like stuffed full um, like a big, big sort of Christmas sack of uh, flavour, a flavourful sack. Big. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with my big now. <laughs> um, so those people that haven't listened to our Christmas episode before, this is a compilation of a bunch of segments that haven't made episodes throughout the year, and it is a real mixture. But there's no waffle, there's no whiskey. It's just all the other fun stuff that we throw in our episodes, all muddled together for a happy. Christmas stocking of randomness. Yeah, except you know, it's not it's not Mum's Christmas stocking that she's put together because Mum's organised and mm. she's gone out and bought all the presents. This one's Dad's Christmas stocking because he's forgotten as usual to go <laughs> out 
and get things. And he's had to go out last minute and just try to cobble together a few, a few <laughs> different bits and pieces. So, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a mixed bag. Yeah, it's there. pretty random. I've been working on a few of these little segments over the weekend. Um, there was one segment that was destined for the faints, which I've revived and got it ready for a, ooh, ooh. Got it ready for the main pod because it was appropriate for Christmas. That makes me worried because mm. some of the things that go to the faints... Uh, like our little um, the whiskey waffle singing uh, episode. <laughs> yeah, um, good news. There's no singing, but I'll give a hint. We're going to conclude this episode with a little bit of poetry. Ooh, ooh, mm. poetry. Yep. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling I know what this is now. Yeah, so it's going to be a it's going to be a cracker. So stay mm. tuned. Um, and before we get into these random seg- segments, I just want to throw it out there. Thank you, everyone at home, for listening along with us. Thanks for bearing with our random tangents that we go on. Um, no, thank you for, yeah, bearing with our drunkenness. Mm. And um, I hope you guys at home are having a great holiday season. Yeah, please. It's it's still crazy times around the place. Things mm. are still, yeah, pretty rough in places. So, yeah, stay safe. Yeah, we'll be thinking about you guys as we raise the dram. And um, yeah, say slonger to all of you at home. So slonger, guys. Slongevar from Whiskey Waffle. Fresh meat! Fresh meat! Let's make a pledge here and now, Ted, that we are going to be concise tonight. Indubitably. Yes. Um, <laughs> famous last words. Nicholas, yes. I've got a big, long, hard thing in my hand ready for you. Excellent, excellent. And I'm hoping that thing is indeed a penis. No, I mean whiskey. <laughs> it's a pino. A pino. Yes. Um, I, I have. Let's, let's, uh, oh, it's real too. I'm, I'm opening the lid. Mm-hmm. Let's see if He's we get a broken pork, the seal to prove it's real. Pork cock, to quote you. Pretty, eh, pretty bit, amazing. Bit lame. Feeble. But anyway, this is the, um, one of the Whiskey Club's most recent releases. Hey, it's hey. from our, Hometown um, of Bernie, and it is the Hellier's Road 16-year-old Pinot Noir cask finish mm. um, at 46.2%. Now, they do do a um, Pinot Noir as part of their sort of just core range, but this one's a 16-year-old, which is nice. So, what say... What say we do some first impressions? What say we do some first in- impressions? Would you like to drink some? I I actually would. I'm a bit excited. It'd be it'd be rude to not do it now that we've opened the bottle. Mm. Okay, I'm going for a pour. Go you for take it. over. So this is an interesting one because we've already had this. Uh, we've already had opinions thrown at us. Normally we come at these things with with blank slates, but um, our good friend Viv has been uh, opining at us. Yes, he has. Now Viv is a. A bit of a fiend for a cask strength Hellier's Road. He mm. likes to whip it out of the barrel and yep. shove it in a bottle and Indeed. then consume at leisure. But, but he said this one was a bit weird, but it's about time that we had a nose because I think we know Hellier's Road as much as anyone. Yeah, Viv's got a funny palate though. Okay, you know what this smells like, Ted? I've had a whiskey that smells like this before. Mm. It's the Hellier's Road Pinot cask. <laughs> it's, it's funny you say that. Mm. I think I think though probably what's different about this one compared to the normal one it's less buttery mm-hmm. than the the normal pinot and more whiny what? yeah because this is this is um been partly aged i think yeah so it's finished so drawn from a set of first fill american oak casks laid down in 2004 and then finished in fresh tasmanian pinot noir casks so yeah. i reckon the fresh mm. the fresh bit of that straightens the pinot it's um i actually think it's more caramel mm. than some other Hellier's oh, road but underneath burnt butter Mm, underneath there is that definite Hellier's roadiness to it. Mm. Uh, there's definitely butter. You can't escape it with Hellier's road. So, show have a sip. Hell yeah. Hey. Tastes like Hellier's road. I'm not at all disappointed with that. It actually, it's my first jam of the night. It's not too spiky at all. Like, I mean, I'm assuming this is like a 46% whiskey. 46.2? Yep. I think that if you like Hellier's road, you're going to have no trouble with this. If you don't like Hellier's road, it's not going to change your mind. Yep. I reckon that's a fair point. It makes me think a bit of like the twelve-year-old or something. There's, yep. there's burnt butter is a good tasting note though. Mm. Yeah, no. So on the palate, it's that like we're we're talking about that sort of caramelized butter, but there's this dollop of fruit salad on top. I wouldn't say it's fruit salad. It's more like watermelon. A, uh, Getting watermelon. Dad's raising his eyebrows. No, no. I'm processing that, and I'm actually taking it in, and I am 
willing to agree with you there. There's a fre- there is Not a freshness. Not like the sweet candy watermelon, just the sort of water fresh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's more like it's more like a um, stewed fruit pasty mm. sort of stuff, like berries and things in a um, in a buttery casing. Yeah, true. This is baked brie with quince. Mmm. Mm, actually, that's a that's a good. It'd probably go well with baked brie and quince paste. Actually, to be mm. fair, so can recommend. What a voyage of discovery, Teddy boy. Indeed. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Fresh meat. I I rate this one as a whiskey club release. Yeah. I think well, it's, it's good because we both have a bottle of it. Yep. That means we can skull one and then yep. uh, savor the other. Indeed. <laughs> Session or savor. Mm. Indeed. Well, let's let's do a let's do a quick uh, quick um, right angle into a a uh, pop quiz. Mm. Nicholas. Yes. Smash session or savor. Well, I've only got one option. Yeah, but, um, you've only got one option, but you've got to pick one of them. Yeah, well, I'm not going to smash it. But then again, if you, it depends if you were comparing two other very savourable whiskies. Mm. I think it's more... I think it's a session. Mm. I would Especially agree. if the weather's nice, maybe. Mm. Hell is right, I've always found tastes better outdoors. There is a... Crazy thought there. Crazy thought. There is a note of almond in there as well. Mm. Well, I'm sure that a bunch of our listeners are on, whis- on Whiskey Club. On Whiskey Club? With Whiskey Club? In Whiskey Club. At Whiskey Club. Well, we've been at Whiskey Club. I'm sure a bunch of our listeners have got this particular bottle, so I'm really interested to know what they think um, because this is just literally, we just opened the bottle right there. And it's their very first thoughts. Arrived, did it arrive freshly today? It didn't. Just got out of the box when I got home from work. Excellent. Well, mm. that's that's dew picked straight off the vine. Yeah, Pinot Noir, um, ready for you. It's ripe. Oh, and also, Ted, we've uh, we got some mail. Mail. Yeah, and you know how it's been sent to us? How? Don't via, tell me. Via. Get this. Wait for it. Courier pigeon. Yes. Not just carrier pigeon. Courier pigeon with a little stamp with a picture of a pigeon on it. Um, it says whiskey waffle on it, so I'm about to open it up. All right. Lovely, uh, lovely black paper. And it is, bum, 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 in gold wrapping. I don't know, what is it? Oh, we've got a note. Here we go. Thought this experiment may interest you guys. Enjoy. And it's from Rob. Rob, um is one of our whiskey mates who enjoys the podcast and also um, owns a coffee roaster in mm. Bernie. And not just any coffee roaster, it's a very successful one and probably the um, the, the one with the, the best reputation going around in the Northwest. And, um, yeah, he sent us this gold bag. So let me um, let me tell you about it. Is it, is it I'm, I'm, I'm getting a sensation here. Can I have a guess? Yeah. Is it whiskey-infused coffee beans? So there's a little Hangar 17 logo here, and it says... Barrel aged whiskey coffee. What? Barrel aged whiskey coffee. So I assume you empty Experiment out. Experiment number three. Now, there's two. There's two things here. Do you a empty out the barrel of whiskey, mm. pour your coffee beans in there, and just let them sort of like sort of get the get the vapor and mm. into them, or do you actually not empty out the barrel? Tip the beans into the whiskey itself yeah. and let them sort of suck up all the juice, and then I don't know that wouldn't they? I, I, I don't know about enough about coffee beans, but mm. surely you've got to keep them vaguely dry. Um, okay, let me read the back label. Um, this is the third of our experimental series of whiskey barrel aged coffee. This barrel is from Launceston Distillery (brackets Hangar 17) and housed in an impressive American oak ex bourbon cask whiskey. A light, engaging whiskey with vanilla and honey notes, combined with our single-origin coffee from Brazil's Daterra Estates. So, doesn't answer your questions, Ted. But we we'll have to go to the source for yeah clarification. But there you go, whiskey-aged coffee. Yeah, we will uh, say this is beans, not coffee itself. No, no, they no. Haven't, they it. haven't poured some the espresso bread. into the yeah. barrel. Yeah. Well, that is a very exciting whiskey. Query pigeon arrival. That's um, that's exciting stuff. So that's cheers brilliant. to Rob. Pity another whisk drinks coffee. Dram in the box. Dram in the box. Dram in the box. Dram in the box. I'm just covering for Ted because he's struggling with sticky tape right now. It's so hard. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> my life is so bad. I've, I've got I've got a um, blue box in my hand, and I th- I, I'm 
I'm hoping it's bigger on the inside. Mm. Oh, there we go. Ah, He's done it. That's one. No, that's only one though. All right, okay. I've got another one to do. Yeah, okay. This is the problem. Listeners will check back in when he's done it. Three score and five years later. Oh, there we go. I like the tape that they've used. <laughs> We're grading the tape now. Yeah. It's very pleasing. Mm. All right. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> this is bad. More tape. More tape. Oh, no. This one's coming off easily, though. Excellent. Ah. Sort of. <laughs> it was coming off easily. He's got no, stuck up. I'm just trying on. to not take the rest of it. Uh, okay. Uh, the box is opening. He's finally opened the box. This is the best bit of Dragon Box, though. Opening up box. to find out what's in there. It's ooh. Looks like a glass. This yes, there is a glass in here. Ooh. Ooh. All right, Nick. Yes. We have got a bottle of the pure. A little bottle. A little bottle. A little bottle of. The Pure Scott. Oh, yes. Midnight Peat. Midnight Peat. And would you like some? Um, yeah, I would like some. I'm well, good, because I would like some too. I've so already let's... passed my glass down. So, uh, this is from Scotland, right? It is. So, but... what's, the, uh, what's the Australian connection? Well, it's owned by an Australian. Ah. It must be the only Scottish distillery owned by Australian. I don't reckon there's that many. Now, the distillery that is owned is Bladnock Distillery. Ah, I see. Bladnock Distillery in the Lowlands. Mm. So Bladnock releases Bladnock as its as itself, but then they also do this Pure Scott brand, which is a bit, it's a bit of a. I have a feeling about Pure Scott that it's a bit of a marketing flimflam company or a well, release. It's, it's just a name of a blend, isn't it? Yeah, it it is a blend. Mm. So they they do say that it's um they sort of mention Bladnock pretty boldly, like yep, that's what they own Bladnock, but they also say it's a. The Pure Scott Signature release, which is sort of just their basic one, is a blend of Highland, Speyside, and Isla malts. <laughs> Excellent. With blood, With blood knock, yeah. And, and selected grain whiskies. All right, yeah, okay. So it's a proper old blend. But this one is the Midnight Wheat. Midnight Wheat. Midnight Peat. Indeed. And so what they do with the Midnight Peat is they, they finish it in peated, ex-peated blood knock casks. Okay, so it's their own peated bladnock that they use the barrels for. Yeah. So it's not like they put a higher percentage of Isla stuff in there. No, I don't think so. I think they actually finish it in. I see. In the um, and this is the result. Barrels. And this is the result. I think. Mm. And so uh, this this one has been designed sort of a bit for the Australian market. I think. Okay. And it's it's this one is particularly I think designed to be used as a cocktail whiskey. I think their their thinking is that the peat gives it a bit of sort of extra oomph in cocktails. So what cocktail would you put this in, Ted? Um, a, uh, a whiskey and ice hold the ice. <laughs> Indeed. Do you... Here's, a, here's an interesting question. Yes. I'm, I like interesting questions. Do you smell any peat on the nose? No, 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 no peat. Um, but maybe the reason is because it's not midnight. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe you do need to get to midnight. No, um, that's, 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 not, that's not true. Um, it is midnight. No, um, <laughs> it's not true. I can get the impression of Pete. I get this sort of. It's it's, it's like it's like the impression of a lover <laughs> on the bed after they've sort of left, and you've been sort of sitting alone on your couch in your underpants. Yeah, pretty much that, except without the sex. <laughs> um, no, I can. I, it's not that I can s- smell the Pete. I can smell what the Pete does to this whiskey. It's not smoky bonfire. It's a. I was going to say, if you take a deep sniff, seasidey thing. You know what it makes me think of. It's a funny one. Yeah. It makes me think of, and you have to take a really deep sniff to get it. But it makes me think of a bit of the Ferno Pete. Okay, that's a very obscure one out there for all those people that have tried Ferno. I was going to go oh, with. Actually, you know what else? It ah, oh, you know what else? No, it's not the Ferno Pete. Sorry, I take that back. Well, it's not Bergen Burnout. It's not Bergen Burnout either. No, deep underneath there, hmm. there is a hint, the faintest hint yeah. of the flirky sheep shit. Really? Yes. Okay, I wasn't going with that. I was going with more like a lecheg or something, but no, you've, you've gone to Iceland and there's no coming back from that. Mm. All right. Not well, if a volcano erupts anyway. Well, let's, let's give it a little taste. Yeah. It's it's funky. It is a little bit funky. Mm. I mean, it's not, it's not the biggest body of whiskies. No, but I completely get where they're going with this now. It's not 
Isle of Bonfire. It's not about the it's the smoke and ash. It's more about the road. No, I think it's I think it is specifically the the peat without the fire. Mm. Actually, you know what this is? What is it? Johnny Walker Black. No, it's not. Not not precisely, no, but it's, it's not. It's got the. Uh, it's got just that slight, or maybe double black. I think that there is that peated flavour there, but you just take away most of the the burning, smouldering fire and ash and soot. No, I take it back on the Johnny Walker. I'm sorry, that was rude. I think it's got this interesting seaweedy sort of um. Uh, and it's, it's sort of this sort of really cooked up, well done. It's not it's not burnt though. That's the thing. We're expecting you know smoke and burnt. We've just got this PT seaside thing. What you know, what? you know what it is? It's umami. It's, it's um. It's, it's your it's your umami. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Umami is a is a fair call. I actually I think the palate is quite pleasing to me, but it's not very long. It's quite short. That's what I mean <laughs> by not very long. <laughs> just to clarify <laughs> that for everyone. Um, what percentage is it? It's forty. It's actually higher than you might think. Mm. It's forty-four point five. It's an odd yeah. percentage. It is actually. I, I would like to say that, like the bottle is quite nice. Say what you will about Pure Scott, but I always think their label has been quite pretty. Possibly too pretty for whiskey. Mm. This is it. I think. I think they're as I said before, marketing flimflam. Mm. And I actually think that something called Pure Scott won't sell very well in Scotland. No, no, no. But in Australia, I can actually see it being quite successful, even in America. I, I was about to say America. I think that's that would be a natural market for something called pure Scott. Yeah. As for the whiskey it's just, itself... Like, I mean, the, the name is just a bit anodyne. It's just a bit sort of... It's it's lacking in punch. It's sort of... What about VAT69? It's not VAT69. What is it? No, like, what about um, see, that's just Lot bit... 100? Like, there are some badly named blended mm. whiskies out there. Pure Scott's better than that. It's better than that, but it's just... Yeah, it's a bit sort of... But when you like, compare it to a Chivas Regal... It's like an Instagrammer's overly manicured eyebrow. <laughs> it's just it's just a bit sort of too perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't hate this whiskey in any way, though. Mm. I think this is actually perfectly drinkable no i don't a, and this i don't hate it at all it's taken away some of the sweeter lighter elements that were pre- present in the signature pure scott and it gives it um yeah i i like a tiny bit more smoke with it but i can taste mm. i can taste where the peat's gone into it i mean i think it's probably the compromise on the smoke if you're going to be using this for cocktails and stuff but then again yeah. maybe if you are going to be using it for cocktails you want a bit more smoke in there to sort of punch it through a bit more a smoky rob roy I'm trying to think of what cocktails use a peated whiskey. Mm. There's not that many. Yeah, I, I actually, I, I would drink it, but there's perhaps, there's too many high notes. Do you know what I mean by that? Like the really um mm. sort of hit the roof of your mouth sort of... Wafty ones. Yeah. It needs a little bit more grunt underneath it. Uh, maybe a bit more body. Bit more body. They needed to go into the tails a bit more. Get a bit more grunge to it. Well, it's a blend. So, you know, you just retrieve whatever you need. Yeah. But it is Lowlands. True, true, actually. Bladnock is Lowlands. Bladnock is not famous for its grunt. No. More grunge. Mm. Okay, Pure Scott, there you go. Midnight Pete. More grunt. <laughs> yeah. Um, but having said that, what they're trying to do is probably exactly this. Like, And the market they're going for is probably exactly this. And the label they're going for is probably exactly what we see. It's mm. just that, um, yeah, it's sort of slightly a step removed from, I, feel, uh, I feel like some it's, of the things that a, we regularly visit for sort of clean, uh, clean-lined wine bars. Mm. Yeah, perhaps it is. Perhaps it is. But it's still a very young brand, so it's really interesting to see where it'll go. Um, their their marketing is excellent, and the the communication we've had with them has been mm. absolutely superb, top notch. Mm. I think my sister will like it actually, so I'm pleased it's open. She'll be able to try some when she comes home next week. Mystery whiskey. Pressure's on, Teddy boy. We have been sent a mystery whiskey. Mm. Now, who is who is the fine person who has delivered this to our door via a majestic carrier pigeon steed? Indeed, indeed. So it arrived from one of our great correspondents and uh, one of our patreons and also one of our whiskey mates, um, Adrian Graham. Adrian Graham, what a legend. Yeah, he's put us onto a, a few decent whiskies across 
the eons. When Mates, I say eons, we, I mean the last few months. We owe you some stuff in return. We will we will get that to you soon. But it's a coming. It's a coming. Yeah. He, he um he's also supplied us with one that I'm very keen to try. But more about that on another episode. Yeah. Yeah. Alright folks, this is Nick from the future about to tell you what the Mystery Whiskey is. This is a Wild River Four Grain Whiskey. That's a weird nose. It's weird, but... Is it like a bit Christmas or something? Uh, like a uh, pine? I was going with... Like when you said Christmas, I thought he's going to go down the Christmas cake route. I was no, gonna no, say, no, 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 no. No, I mean real Christmas tree. I got the exact same thing. Pine needles. Pine needles, yeah. Bit of bit of um like um sap like uh, mm. sort of like you get that uh, sap on pine trees which just kind of like goes hard and a bit tacky um, mm. balls of it. Yeah, no, curious. I'm thinking it's um yeah, it's got to be a, a young Aussie just from that nose. So shall we try it? I think we shall. We were chatting about cherry cough syrup earlier today, and this has got it in spades. What the hell is that? It's very green, isn't it? I get peppermint. Peppermint. Mmm. Nah, that it's really interesting, isn't it? Confusing. Very confusing. It can't be anything but Australian. Surely not. Well, I mean, I suppose certain, unless, certain bits of America. Unless it's Kiwi. Yeah, true. This is wild and young and... Actually, now exci- I've said peppermint, the exciting. nose. Going back to the nose. I want to brush my teeth with it a bit. <laughs> Is it, there's a sort of, yeah, green, vibrant zestiness to it. Mm. I'm going with green papaya. Green papaya? Yeah. Not red papaya? Green nope. papaya? Yep. No, the um, the palate is a little bit drier than that. Mm. Like, you said peppermint, but I was thinking more the spearmint leaves, lollies. Um, mm. But it's, it is kind of peppery though, the palate. And it's quite, oh, I can taste the barrel influence right there. And I think it dries out the back of the palate. It must be... Weird as balls. must be sitting about 46%, you reckon? Yeah, it's, I don't think it's car strength. But, yeah, gosh, this is... I'm assuming this is something new that we've not tried before. Could it be wild mountain rivers or yeah. something? We, we, do, we do know that Adrian has a bit of a, a connection to there. Yeah, it feels like a bit of a double bluff coming from Adrian because he sent us some before. We had but remember, pod. we also found that Wild that, River. that one confused. Both of those confusing as well. Remember, we, we found them like these really weird, different flavors. I know, but this one, this one seems a bit more rounder. Yeah, um, ah. it's or, or more. It sort of leans into its direction. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm lost. I'm I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm stumped. Yeah, and we can't give each other clues. No, that's it. We we we're, we're both blind on this one. Yeah. So if you were to have a guess, I look. I'm I'm just I'm gonna say Wild Mountain Rivers just as a. I'm gonna say a random Queensland or New South like Northern New South Wales distillery. I want to say New South Wales as well. Mm. Yeah, New New South Wales or Queensland. I know Mount, Wild Mountain Rivers or whatever it is is uh, Queensland. Mm. But yeah, some, something from more that northern neck of the woods. It's gonna be something Tasmanian, isn't it? Yeah, I know. It's yeah. gonna show us what we know. No, it's, it's not. It's not even gonna be Australian. Yeah, it's, it's, well, if it wasn't Australia, like it could be, it could be America. But I don't know. That Vanuatu. We say that is weird, but I can picture having this experience with other mm. Australian distillers for the first time too. So yeah, it's it's not. It's like it's not terrible. I'm not hating it. I mean, I think I think the cynical Scott would think that his throat had been cut. <laughs> trying this like he he would just not cope but we as whiskey omnivores are probably okay with this and i think we we find it very sort of intriguing and interesting and want to know more yeah even Trop- a, tropical fruit drink though i think is a even a bit of dry ginger mm, the back of the palate there a bit of like i don't know i, I look i'm, I'm gonna get my clay on on Mm. But a bit of shiitake mushroom. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, shall we open the envelope and find mm. out? Let's do it. I, uh, I, I honestly cannot. I can't get any closer than what we've done. I cannot place this. All right, let's do it. I feel he wouldn't have sent it to us if there wasn't if it wasn't something we could have picked though. So yeah, That's obviously you thought we, it should have been. It it doesn't taste Tasmanian to me. It doesn't taste Tasmanian it's, it's, to me. It's too sort of 
tropical and floral and fruity and stuff. It's going to be Tasmanian, isn't it? We're going to make complete uh, here we go. dickheads of ourselves. Mystery Whiskey Part 2, because he, uh, he sent us something before, hasn't he? Yeah. G'day, gents. Mystery Whiskey Part 2 is as follows. Wild River. Yes! I was right! I was goddamn right! Four grain. Four grain? Yep. A blend of corn, barley, malted barley, malted rye, and malted wheat. Actually, we didn't talk too much about the uh, what we thought the grains might be, did we? No. But that's, that's why it's so confusing. Nor did we talk about the barrel type. No. Aged in virgin American oak. We just talked about flavours. God, we're terrible. Yeah, I know. I think we, we've we done did, this we, for a while before. We, did, we didn't get very scientific about it. Sorry. No. Approximately two and a half years. Um, approximately 48% mm. um, to be released towards the end of October, start of November. So not far away from now, at time of recording. Please enjoy. Stay tuned as there will be some more exciting releases from Wes and Amy at Wild River. Wild. That, that, like I said, we, we'd had it before and it was, it was weird then, and this is still weird, but mm. I, don't, I, I like it. I think this is rounder than anything they've released. Mm. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, regards Adrian and his mention. Um, so you can find Adrian at at that underscore whiskey underscore place um, on social media where he posts his whiskey content. Um, and yeah, he'd love it if you checked out his stuff. So Adrian, Wild River's biggest fan, although you called him Wild Mountain River for the entire... Yeah, I, I, I was like, yeah. I, yeah. I knew it was something to do with mountains or rivers. and like. Yeah, I, I suppose it, it is what we thought, but in ways that we didn't think. Yes. Merry Christmas, Ted. Merry Christmas, Nicholas. It By the time now, this comes out, it might be Christmas. It's now April, so... Yeah. Um, Who knows when these things go out, but... I have got a pretty exceptional dram for you to try. Oh, Actually, I've got, I've got a number of drams. I've How got, many drams do I get to try? You get to try five drams. Oh, dude, I'm going to be under the table. And you get to have... A bottle of each. A whole bottle. A whole bottle of each. Five bottles of whiskey. Five bottles of each. Um, yeah, yeah. This this is pretty cool. You are going to get a bottle each of of the Singleton. Which Singleton? The Singleton. <laughs> Just the Singleton. The yeah. Singleton. Uh, I don't know. Oh, Dufftown. Yeah, yeah. Dufftown. Singleton. Um, Dalwini fifteen. Ah, yes. Oban fourteen. Yep. Of That's course. Classic. Yep. Talisker 10. Oh, another classic. And Lagavulin 16. Oh, the classic malts, Ted. Yes, Ken, you, you spotted the uh, commonality in them all. Yeah, Diageo has made uh, a bit of a fortune off them. Ah, uh, but does the name Anton, Anton, Anton Ant- Berg mean anything to you? Um, he, no. he is by appointment to the Royal Danish Court. Oh, right. What, okay. what, what does that have in common with the five aforementioned... Uh, Diageo whiskies. Um, he can afford to buy all of them at once. No, he is a chocolate maker, mm. and these are not ordinary bottles. Oh, that's a shame. These are <laughs> sorry. Yeah, <laughs> this this is going to be more disappointing for everyone than you than you think. This this is actually a Christmas present that I got. Yeah, which I'm going to share with you. Hey, and our oh, listeners. That's nice, but in an audio way. Yeah. I have got, I got for Christmas, the uh, Anton Berg Single Malts Scotch Collection. Dark chocolate with genuine single malt Scotch whiskies in liquid centres pack. Chocolate bonbons? What do we call these? Uh, Whiskey liqueurs, I think. So like Drambuie. Yeah, something like that. Right, so I'm going (laughs) to chuck you a whiskey pack. How many are there two of each chocolate? Uh, there's There's only one. More than that, actually. I think there's three sets. Okay, well, we, we can have a set each, and you can save a yep. set for later when you're... Okay, I'm going to chuck you chuck you a bunch of bottles. And Shall we go one at a time, them. or... <laughs> no, they're all... <laughs> Blimey. <laughs> that could have gone so wrong. Um, There's five, right? So We've wrong, got five bottles so here. right. Yeah, well, this is good. I'm glad... I was a bit worried that it was only going to be one of each, and we're going to have to, like, try and share a liquid center whiskey liqueur. All right. Okay. Well, I'm going to uh, sit the Talisker in the... In the okay, so here's... On the, I've just uh, since I've opened the box, I didn't know this before because I've never opened it before. Um, I've I broke the seal to show it's real in your presence. Um, so no, no, Ted, these are your presents. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm willing to share because I'm a nice young man. On the inside, it's got a scale, light and delicate, through to which, which, rich and smoky. Well, let me guess. It goes uh, sing- Singleton, Dalwini, Oban, Talisker. Yes, it does. The Singleton, a perfectly balanced, smooth-tasting single malt. Well, yeah. 
Dalwini is a as sweet and accessible as its Highland home is remote. Yeah, Oban is there, rich then. and sweet with a smoky dryness. Talisker is powerful smoky, made by the sea, renowned for its maritime character. And Lagavulin is the biggest... Oh, no. The biggest, the most intense, the definitive whiskey. To be fair, that is probably true. <laughs> the definitive whiskey. Um, so we'll drink in that order. I'm almost considering sticking the Lagavulin drink, in. Drink, eat? I mean, yeah. I don't know quite what you do. <laughs> you, it's sort of a bit of both, isn't it? Stuff them up your bum. <laughs> Snort. Um, they're shaped that they could actually fit up a nostril. Yep. They're shaped like miniature bottles. They just... indeed do. <laughs> He's tested. They're shaped like miniature bottles. I'm assuming they're all chocolate, but I'll try and get this wrapper off and find out. So this is a singleton of Dufftown. Yep. Uh, it's got a nice little label on there. Uh, yeah, the the, the 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 packaging is quite pleasing. I'll give it mm. that. I'll give it's it nice. That. That they do have a little label on there. And please say you haven't let this sit in the sun, Ted. Imagine these if they'd actually melted. Well, they can't. I mean, I'm surprised that they're quite intact still. <laughs> okay, so oh, do we nibble shape. off the? I'm I'm going to top. I'm going to bite, bite the top. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Broken seal. Nope. It's not broken. There's more chocolate. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Okay, right. the, the the neck of the bottle is. <laughs> let's have, let's have a discussion about this now. How do you find the how do you find the chocolate? Is it I'm going is it, with adequate? Is it worthy of the Royal Danish Court? Not especially. Mm. It's fine, but maybe it has set around a bit. Mm-hmm. I've had this since Christmas, so. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll let's, go down let's, a bit further. Let's bite into the middle. Well, there we go. Mm. I've not. Nibble the top off. So now do I eat them together or do I drink the whiskey out of the centre? I almost think we've got to drink the um, whiskey out. Mm. It's not just whiskey, is it? It's whiskey liqueur. It is definitely whiskey liqueur. Look, I mm. might hazard a guess that they contain whiskey at some point. <laughs> I mean, it's not horrible. I, maybe we should convince Anvers to do a um, Tasmanian whiskey liqueur collection. <laughs> Yeah, I think the involve... chocolate would be better. Mm. Right. Well, what's our next one? Um, it's the um, I suppose Dalwini. Dalwini. Yeah. It's the yeah. Well, the thing is, should we be consuming the chocolate at the same time as the the whiskey? I'm going to have one more crack at sipping it out of the top, like we did then, because I want to see if they taste different. If all the whiskies are going to taste exactly sweet the and the same, then I may as well be consuming them as a as a package. But we're taking the top off. I'm going for the big sip. Um, it still tastes kind of sweet and mm, it's different to the last one. I'm gonna—I've only drunk half of it, so I'm gonna stick the rest in my mouth now. All right. I feel that down in one approach is possibly the best way to do it. Actually, I think the the, the Dufftown was better. Okay. Okay. Yeah. As a, we've we've got Oban up next. So Oban, we know, is made. Uh, produced exclusively in um, second fuel casks. Mm. I'm sure that will greatly affect its chocolate liqueur status. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I like the distillery open. They've just got cool people that work for them. I've been I've been into experience. the entrance of Oban. I haven't actually done the. Mm. Well, the first time I went there, I was the same. But this time, the second time I went there, I did the tour, and it was exceptional. The tour itself was fine, but. The tasting afterwards, I sort of was chatting with some of the guys there, and one of the more experienced guys came out and said I was a whiskey writer and stuff, and he grabbed something out from the bottom shelf and said, try some of this. And it was a cask sample, 18 years old, cask strength, beautiful. Mm. So this has got a lot, of, lot to live up to. Is it different? That is the question. You know what? It tastes very similar to the other ones. <laughs> I don't know, it doesn't quite clang as annoyingly, but I've had a bit of a, yeah, I have a small sip. Well, this is the danger of um, whiskey liqueur. Spilling it everywhere. Spilling it. Oh, God, I've spilled it on myself. Mm. I'm anointed with open. That one's the best so far, I'd say. Mm. I agree. Ugh, I'm sticky now. Yuck. Oh, let loose on it! The Dalwini was slightly unpleasant, actually, mm. with it cloying, but this is this is more like a... Just a nice, rich chocolate sauce. 
Mm, true. I'm interested to see what the um. So we've got Talisker and Like Volan coming up next. Mm. I'm one. I'm interested to see whether there is actually a smoky note in them, or if mm. it's just all bullshit. I'm mostly considering trying the Like Volan first, just to give the smoke mm. a chance to just come through. All right, let's do it then. Let's go the lager. Like you may as well go straight to the top. So one of, one of the greatest whiskies in the entire world. Yeah. Boiled down to a syrup in a chocolate casing. <laughs> Here's a dark little question. Here we go. Is the whiskey in these actually any different? Well, we're about to find out. Well, that's petered. It's weird, though, because it's sweet as well. Mm. Yeah, look, actually, there is a slight bit of mm. difference to that. It's not... I wouldn't I wouldn't say it quite lives up to, like, a well on 16 standard. Yeah, the, the it's still too sweet, but I'm gonna. I've, I've got most of it left in here. I'm gonna go down in one. Definitely smoky chocolate. Mm. Someone who doesn't like uh, like Volan wouldn't think it's obnoxiously so, though. Someone that doesn't like like Volan would not like that. Still, I don't think. So we've got we've got a nice. I little don't know. Move. Do they match though, chocolate and smoke? A lot of people love matching chocolates and whiskies. I'm. I think so. Yeah, I don't know. It's it, I think I think it's like a salted maybe side by side, but not chocolate. together in one big gobful. All right, so now we've got the. So now we're going backwards. We probably we gave ourselves a treat then by having the lagavulin. and so this is not going to be as smoky. Oh, that's quite that's quite sharp. It's not pleasant. Well, it's not pleasant actually. We should have gone the other way around. We wouldn't have enjoyed the lagavulin as much if we had. Hmm. True. No, that's awful. I doubt any one was awful. The the initial one was at the Singleton. Yeah, yeah. that was meh. I think the Lagavulin was the best. Lagavulin one was the best as a whiskey. As a chocolate, I thought the Oban was the best. Mm, true, actually. So I think what we can really divine out of this is that whiskey liqueurs yes. are for people who don't like whiskey, <laughs> but... And also don't really like... I don't think the chocolate was all that good either. It's no. It tasted kind of like sort of um, that kind of um, mass-produced mm. sort of chocolate rather than... Compound chocolatey stuff. Mm. Yeah, it's... I'm... Like, I don't mind, say, having a square of chocolate alongside a glass of whiskey, but I would never purposefully stick a square of chocolate in my mouth and then sip the whiskey over the top. Like, that's just not what I do. Like, and for some people that might be what they like, what they want to do, but um, I'm just, I'm just a bit confused. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Okay. So please, everyone come at us with your chocolate (laughs) whiskey tasting. I'm sure a bunch of people have tried this one too. It's Mm. like, it's not a hard to find tasting pack, the old classic malts, whiskey, chocolate, Christmas present standard fare. Yeah. Look. It's interesting to try, but you wouldn't want to live there. Smash session or Seba. Nick, I'm feeling bit a bit. Uh, what are you no. What are you doing, Ted? I was gonna say I'm feeling a bit smashed, but <laughs> I just proved that. <laughs> you don't need to say it. So I'd like you to savor that across this session. Yeah, I think I will, and maybe we can we can give you all three options in one Ooh. game. We like to call Smash session Seba. <laughs> Um, so on Smash Session Saver tonight, I've got a I've got a question for you, Ted. A question for me. A question. Um, a, little, a challenge for you. Little old me. What would you smash? What would you session? And what would you savor out of? Da da da. And I'm only going to say the distillery, not the specific one. Okay. So here we go. What would you smash out on a saver? Saver. <laughs> um, yeah. You, you, you sound smashed very easily saying that. What would you smash session or saver out of? Brook Laddie. Port Charlotte or Octomore? Oh. <laughs> so, okay. okay give interesting it, give it, three, isn't it? My, my mind is reeling. Give it to me again. So, yeah, listeners might be confused because you're like, but but surely they're all the same distillery. Well, they are, but they aren't. So, Brook Laddie. Yep. Port Charlotte. Yep. Octomore. Yep. Yep. So, what distillery makes these jams, Ted? Well... Brook Laddie does. Yeah, Brook Laddie. And um, so if you want to put specific ones you know, in you there, know, you can, you, but... You know what I'm going to do? I'm, I'm just going to say this out now. Yeah. 
that I'm going to session the shit out of the Octomore. <laughs> God! You're going to session it. <laughs> I'm going to session it. <laughs> Is it the most appropriate to session, though? That's the thing. It's not the most appropriate to session, but, I mean, God damn, I'm going to give it a, a red-hot crack. <laughs> going to make a night of it. Yeah. Um, again, like, you know, there's, there's, there's easy ways to cheat in this game. Generally, you have to sort of consider what would be the most appropriate sessioner, saverer, or... Um, but, you know, if that's... Uh... I'm going wildly inappropriate because it's... <laughs> which... Which... Uh, which... Which... Uh, He's thinking really hard now. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I'm, I'm still going to just put it out there. I'm, I'm sessioning the Octomore. Right. And by sessioning the Octomore, I'm going to start at like the... Well, let's say... Let, let's do this properly. Let's start at the one. I assume they put a one out some... At some point. And two and three and four. I think we came in about the five or the six. Uh, six is the first one I tried. Yeah. We've, we've tried sessioning, sort of sessioning Octomore before, and it's not ended well. Um, <laughs> we'd begun a session with an Octomore. Didn't yeah. end well. Started brilliantly, though. Now, I am going to... I'm going to smash the Port Charlotte, mm-hmm. because I think they're, they're curios that don't necessarily need the... Yeah, the, the the full sort of attention. And I'm going to save a. I'm going to savor a just a standard. Um, yeah, like an Isla Bali or Scottish Bali. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's what you're going to do. Yeah, that's yep. what I'm going to do. I'm so, I'm really interested in what our what our listeners would do out of this situation. I'm going to play by the rules anyway, Ted, and I'm going to savor the Octomore, which is generally for, what you should do. But I'm just going to make yeah. an evening of it. But We're going to end I, up very, very dead by the end of it. You see, if um, um, if our friend Paul was on here, he would be all about sessioning the Port Charlotte, and I think yeah, he'd be he'd be that one all the way. He might he might not even like the Octomore, but for me, I'm going to session the the Brooklady. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the like for for an Isla Bali or, or a Scottish Bali um, version of Brooklady. That would be my session because I think like it's complex enough to enjoy, but. It's also not really, really heavy, so I think that um I could easily spend a whole night drinking that. Whereas the peat might get too much after a while. Yep. Uh, to be fair with the Octomore sessioning plan, you probably start noticing so many different layers. Well, the, so Octomore is the most heavily peated whiskey in the entire world, mm. and it always Except for the fact it's not. confuses me for the fact that it it doesn't smash you in the face with a lump of peat. No, you're absolutely it, right. It's it's the ogre of the whiskey world. It's got layers, man. <laughs> Indeed, it's 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 like an onion. No, it's um, yeah, no, it does. Which which is why I think it should be savoured personally. Mm. But that means I've got to smash the Port Charlotte. Which like I don't dislike the Port Charlotte, but for me it's probably the probably the lesser of the three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the same as what I did. So well, no, because you were sessioning the Octomore, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, for me it is. But there, I know there are a lot of people out there that that have a real soft spot for the Port Charlotte. So, what would you do, listeners? Um, what would you smash? What would you session? What would you shaver? Shaver, shaver. I'd shaver a clean chin. Right, Nick. You know what I'm going to do? What are you? I've do? got, I've got, because this this chocolate set came with uh with three three different. Three lots of them. It's all it's all the same thing. So I gave you one and I gave me one. Yeah. But you know what I'm gonna do? You're going to Just make to... a cocktail. I am. You are. I am. What I'm gonna do? Just to get this over and done with, and so I don't have to think about them after this night. <laughs> I am going to peel open all these chalky whiskies, and I'm gonna shove them all in my mouth at once. Well, it's your and Christmas make, present. And make a blend. Mm. I wonder how much the smoke will come through. Not much, I reckon. I don't. I don't reckon it'll come through as much as the sugar and the chocolate. Yeah, I think that's probably the dominating factor. This is this is how hardcore I am. I'm going to drink five bottles of whiskey. Ah, <laughs> oh, man versus booze has got nothing on you. Man you? versus booze. He's a weak pussy. <laughs> yeah, you're breaking five seals to show it's real. Yeah, he doesn't even know what a seal is. Okay, we're almost there. All right, nip the nip the tops off so you don't have to worry about that. Oh yeah, true. Little chunky hard bits of chocolate. It's probably possibly the best bit though. Is there? some good sound bites there, Ted? <laughs> sound bites. All right, before you, there are five whiskies. <laughs> you will need to make your choice. All five. That All never, five. All right. Never happened on Here the we go. before. 
Right. You're going to count this? Yep. Here we go. And one. And a two. Three is in the mouth. Four is going in. Can he fit five? Here comes number five. It's in. (laughs) Oh, God. He's going to (laughs) vomit. He's chewing. Um, Ted's really contributing a whole lot to the audio (laughs) side of this podcast right now. (laughs) Uh, What's the flavors like, Ted? What what do you get on the nose? (laughs) Sorry, coming out your nose, I think. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that the it's got a very thick mouthfeel right now. <laughs> and not just the sugar that's been added into that whiskey. Mm, throat. <laughs> it's, it's not a it's not a mouthfeel, it's a throat feel. <laughs> but it's got a it's coating his throat. A really thick, viscous flavour to it. It's a long finish, but I don't really have that much in your mouth to start with. Can you notice the smoke? Yes or no? Mm. Uh maybe. <laughs> Which one was your favourite, Ted? <laughs> or was it better or worse than the first time you when you tried them individually? Mm. Go with so much worse. Thank God. <laughs> you got rid of one of those bits on your throat? Mm. There's a bottle stuck right up the top of my mouth and I yeah. just couldn't get tuned, so I just had this big bottle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which which one was it then, Ted? And yeah. You probably tasted it individually. It just I will say that it did not taste like whiskey. No. <laughs> All the stuff swirling around my mouth did not taste like whiskey. It was like... It's not the most whiskey of experiences. No. <laughs> it just, was it the yeah. most chocolate of experiences? No, no. Yeah. It was like... It's a syrupy experience. Yeah. It was a very fake experience. I don't know. It looked pretty real to me. That's what oh. happens when a man crams five whiskey liqueurs <laughs> in his mouth. I actually... There was a moment just when I, I'd, I'd already put four in my mouth. <laughs> and then it was like... I was about to put my fifth one in. I was like, oh, shit, I'm not sure if I can do this. <laughs> yeah, so this is a man who has decided to um, try and win the Wheatbix Challenge and then <laughs> immediately regretting that decision. Oh, no, I have overcome and I have conquered and I do not have to worry about that chocolate anymore. No, nah, box can go in the recycling on your way out. The I'm going to be too. on a massive high for the next hour. but uh, well, Let's not turn the microphones off. <laughs> Raising their glass, they were both on their way to cure their hangovers before the next day. But I heard them exclaim as they stumbled from sight, Happy Whiskmas to all, and And to to all a a good good night. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. And a slunger. Love you guys. Whiskey Waffle recommends you drink whiskey responsibly and only if you're above the legal drinking age in your country. Our lawyers made us say that. Or at least, they would have if we actually had lawyers. Yeah, pretty much that, except without the sex.